Welcome to Talking Up Eagle Mountain, where we discuss a variety of topics related to Eagle Mountain City Government, services, programs, and goals. I am Mayor Tom Westmoreland, and I'll be the host for this episode. Our subject this week is neighborhood improvement. Our guests are Jeannie West, Neighborhood Improvement Coordinator, Jim Barney, Neighborhood Improvement Officer, Steve Mumford, Community Development Director, and Linda Peterson uh, is joining us as a com uh, Communications and Community Relations Director. Our production team is Linda Peterson and Evan Barrett. So welcome everyone. Uh, this is going to be a fascinating discussion today. So uh, let's start out. Uh, Jeannie, can we, uh, uh, can we go to you first? Tell us a little bit about what you do as a Neighborhood Improvement Coordinator. Sure, thank you, Mayor. Um, as Neighborhood Improvement Coordinator, I coordinate with uh, Steve in community development to help the citizens and educate them. Um, we want to be a resource for the citizens to go out and interact with them and go into neighborhoods and you know try and solve problems and do those kind of things. I mean, we're here as a resource basically for the residents. We don't necessarily solve their problems, but we de definitely want to educate them and help them uh, you know, resolve things in the neighborhood. Great. Well, thank you, Jeannie. So, uh, Jeannie and, and, and Jim, really, you two have one of the hardest jobs in, in the city. Uh, you're out there, you're enforcing code, of course, uh, but you're, you're really, ultimately, you're trying to resolve uh, community issues. So, uh, uh, Jim, can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you go about doing that? What, because certainly, uh, you know, every situation is going to be different. So, so, uh, and you don't, maybe don't always know what you're getting yourself into. So how do you approach a situation? How do you deal with the public? Well, a lot of, a lot of it's uh, building relationships, you know, going and, you know, not necessarily just going and finding problems or, or, you know, whatever, but, you know, going and if you get a complaint uh, or a concern, we go and and check it out and knock on the door, find out what exactly is going on, get to know the individual uh, and what the problem is. And, you know, if they're home, you know, if, you know, you know, talk face to face to them. That's the, one of the better ways of doing it. And if they're not, just get a, a notice, a courtesy notice and fill it out and just let them know what uh, the actual code is. And if they have any questions, they can give us a call and and we'll explain more in detail on what's going on with the situation. Great. Jeannie, do you have any recommendations for our residents uh, how, how to go about uh, working with our uh, uh, neighborhood improvement uh, de you know, department, our officers, when, they, when they're approached or if they have a, a situation in their neighborhood they need to deal with? Yes. Um, well, first of all, we want to emphasize that neighbors need to speak with neighbors. Please get to know your neighbors. Try and resolve things that way. It's so much easier to work with neighbors and be able to discuss problems when you actually have a relationship with them. Now when we go out we try and, and get everyone involved that's, it, that's part of it. I mean we hear both sides of it. We do not take sides. We are just here as a mediator. So we try and get the problem solved by getting neighbors to work together which is difficult if you don't even know your neighbor. And it also causes problems between neighbors, as we've seen, if, if they're telling, you know, if they call neighborhood improvement without even letting their neighbor know that there is a problem. 
So this, this is the best way to resolve conflicts, is to get to know people, talk with them, and then let's work together to make you know, Eagle Mountain a great place to live. We want to keep it that way. Great. Uh, Jeannie, that's great advice. I know in our busy lives, uh, you know, we've got a lot going on. Our, our daily schedules are full, and we don't always get to know our, our neighbors as well as perhaps uh, people did in the past. Uh, just because there's just a lot going on and, and uh, uh, our, our, our ways of socializing have evolved a little bit. So those we socialize with might not be our next door neighbors, for example. And so certainly I can see where if uh, we let an issue uh, become aggravated without talking about it, it just, uh, you know, sentiments get, uh, get heightened and uh and more emotional so uh, it would seem that the sooner the sooner we can talk the easier it's going to be correct and also um you know we're here to to help you i mean if you don't feel comfortable in approaching a neighbor that's why we're here we can we can help resolve the problem Uh, we don't necessarily want you to be anonymous when you report things um, but if you feel like that's what you need to do, we're, we're happy to do that. We're happy to just go ahead and, and direct, directly you know, address the problem just as neighborhood improvement officers. Um, they don't, you know, I know it's hard for some people. You may be new to the area. You may be shy. I don't know. There's just sometimes reasons why neighbors don't talk. But that's where we come in and we can help you know, negotiate and do what needs to be done to get the problem resolved. Wonderful. What are some of... Uh some common violations or issues that either one of you run into? A lot of traffic, uh, traffic parked on the um, uh, roadways. Uh, A lot of people don't know exactly the code as far as parking on the streets and the trailers and and, uh, vehicles. Vehicles are 72 hours and trailers are 24. We give them ample time to get them off of the streets. Uh, even though it says 24, we still give, you know, plenty of time to, once we do put a notice on the, the trailer, and if they don't notice it, then we go try to find out who, who it belongs to, rather than knocking on doors or asking neighbors or whatever, just so we can communicate with them to get it off the street, so, just so it's not towed. That's great. So we really want to encourage our residents to, to, to contact you to, uh, to help them deal with these issues. That's why you're there, mm-hmm. to, to help uh, prevent these from becoming escalated or uh, become a, a safety issue. Uh, so how would, uh, uh, how would you recommend someone go about reporting this? What, what should they do? How do they contact you? What, what's the procedure that you recommend? Okay, well, um, the best way to contact us is through our website. We do have an online form that they can use that can be reached by uh, going to the eaglemountaincity.com website. Uh, in the search bar, you can search neighborhood improvement. When you get there, you click on the neighborhood improvement tab, and you'll see down at the bottom a tab that says report violation. Here you can fill out uh, the form with the information of the violator's address, what the violation is. Uh, You can attach pictures, everything, and you can just hit send from right there and it'll send it right to Neighborhood Improvement so we can get it addressed. You can also reach us by phone at 801-789-6690. 
Uh, you can reach us by email. It's neighborhoodimprovement at emcity.org. And also just by contacting the main city number, they can get you they can get you to neighborhood improvements so that, you know, we can get this going and I just want people to know that, you know, residents to know that we're here, we're available, no matter how you reach us. If you want to call the main number, that's great. Or stop us. Stop us when we're on the street and in your city. I mean, stop and say hi. We want to be friendly. We want to, we don't want to be viewed as the, you know, Oh no, here comes neighborhood improvement. We don't want that. We want people to know us by name. We want people to wave to us and, and be, you know, a friendly, close community. That's how we want Eagle Mountain to be. Wonderful. Well, you're definitely a very uh, needed asset for the community, and we appreciate the, the service that you do. And we'll, uh, before, the, before the podcast, we'll come back and repeat the, that contact information. Uh, so, uh, just to, to also to help uh, understand, uh, you know, expectations on response times, how, uh, how long does it generally take you to respond? If, let's say someone does make a phone call or, or send an email, uh, how long does it generally take for you to follow up on that? Those are priority. Um, anything that comes in by, by our website or a phone call, um, if you do call us and you have to leave a message because we're not in the office, we do respond to those right away or try to, but uh, it's usually the same day. We try and get responsive, you know, immediately so that the problem doesn't get worse. So if, if we don't, though, for some reason we're overwhelmed and just so busy, it's within a day, but definitely not more than a week. I mean, if you feel like you're not getting, um, this is not being addressed quick enough, please call us and let us know so that we can, you know, we want your priority to be our priority as well. I mean, if it's bothering you, let us help, you know, get with us and we'll try and get to it right away. Great. Well, thank you, Jeannie. All right. Let's now go to uh, Steve Mumford, our community, community development director. Steve, welcome uh, to, to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Uh, what can you tell us about uh, plans and goals for uh, neighborhood improvement? Well, thank you, Mayor. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, we have such great people here that work in our neighborhood improvement department, and um, I know they, they have a very difficult job, like you said at the beginning. Um, so uh, goals and ideas for neighborhood improvement. It's, uh, Jeannie said it a little bit at the beginning, um, we want to be a resource for people, right? And we don't want to just be heavy-handed, although we have to get there sometimes when people are just unwilling to uh, make make a change and, and fix issues. Uh, some of the goals and ideas that I'm, I'm developing together with our group here is uh, to try to uh, organize some events and work together with neighborhoods. So, so in the future, I'm hoping that that we can work together with a specific neighborhood and partner with them and partner with um, uh, volunteer groups and, and possibly even businesses to uh, organize cleanup days or service projects there in neighborhoods. And this is especially important when there are people with issues uh, with weeds or junk or something like that and are unable uh, to, to do the cleanup due to some medical issues or financial hardship or some other 
some other reason. That's a, that's a great point, Steve, because some sometimes the issues we run into aren't simply because someone's being negligent intentionally, but uh, sometimes in the course of life, uh, things happen and people are unable to uh, maintain their property uh, as, you know, uh, up to standard, if you will. Uh, or, you know, they're just, there could be age issues, uh, physical limitations, and certainly we want to do everything we can to uh, assist those individuals. Uh, one, you know, one of the things, though, that seems to just come up now, we're, uh, as a city, we're doing all we can to help eliminate uh, uh, clutter and, and junkiness and trash and, and things that are just eyesores in our community. And, and I know, uh, Linda, uh, we're going to get to you in a little bit and talking about fall cleanup. But uh, certainly one thing that even, even though we provide dumpsters, one of the things that continues to plague the city is illegal dumping. Can uh, either Jeannie and Jim, what what can you tell us about uh, uh, illegal dumping? How how can we make improvements there? What uh, what do people need to know? Well, uh, recently, well in the springtime, I should say, we had a illegal dumping in the wash, which uh, is the Tickville wash that runs you know pretty much through our entire city, and uh, that is very damaging for the environment there was um, you know just debris and things and, and I understand that a lot of this does come from construction waste and things like this because it blows around heaven's known we have lots of wind out here but um, not only is it damaging for the environment but it's it is an eyesore it makes whether it's in the wash or throughout the city or in someone's yard or on city property we have problems with people dumping on city property they'll take their lawn clippings and, and put it where it doesn't belong and we find couches and chairs and things that we need to pick up and it just it it's very detrimental to uh, the neighborhoods and also to Eagle Mountain I mean as a whole it brings uh, you know property values down we hear this all the time and it's a real problem that we need to get taken care of if you do see illegal dumping or you know you witness it please call the sheriff uh, it is illegal to dump anywhere but a trash can or in your own property you know we need to clean up the city please help us do this by contacting the sheriff if you see this thank you Jeannie uh, Steve what else uh, what, what, what other advice do you have for residents on on how we can work together to really uh, help to keep Eagle Mountain beautiful and uh, an, an enjoyable place to live. Well, I would say that, um, you know, first of all, just like Jeannie said earlier, work with your neighbors, work with your neighborhood, organize neighborhood barbecues and events and uh, get some of those people out that um, you don't talk to as much. And uh, I, think of, I think of situations I've had at my own home where, um, a neighbor behind us, for instance, years ago, had uh, a weed issue. And because their yard wasn't improved, we didn't know them as well. And we weren't able, uh, we didn't make the effort to get to know them. Um, and so when those weeds uh, started peeking over the fence, uh, you know, six to eight feet high, uh, you start thinking, oh boy, how can we, if we just go over and clean it up for them, that may not go over well. If we work together, um, 
if we talk to them and let them know, hey, this is impacting us, we'd like this cleaned up, then they may not react well. And uh, turns out uh, there was a neighborhood service project organized and it was cleaned up in an hour or less. The weeds were all taken care of. Um, so that's the best, obviously the best situation. We have a lot of service groups and church groups and other um, neighborhood organizations that can work together. But but Jeannie and Jim are a resource, and we want neighborhoods to use them as a resource, as a partner. Um, so, uh, But also, we are definitely involved in researching better ways to serve our residents with neighborhood improvement. And uh, one of those is the, the service projects and, and partnering and offering manpower and even equipment um, when we can organize these neighborhood cleanup days. Uh, but we also are looking into assistance programs for people who really um, are unable, like we said before, unable to, uh, to take care of things. And we're hoping to roll that out soon as a pilot program and, and offer some uh, financial and, and manpower assistance to help those in need. So I get the sense that, you know, from our community development department, as a city, we want to do everything we can to help uh, these uh, difficult situations, whether they're uh, simply eyesore uh, problems or weeds or, or health and safety issues. Uh, but at the same time, there are limitations of what we can do from a city perspective. Uh, what, uh, can I ask that question? What, what are our limitations? What, what, what kind of things does the city not get involved in or, or uh, you know, because it feels like maybe there's some gray area as we try to do everything we can, but definitely we're limited. How can you, can, can we clarify that a little bit? So there are some issues, um, for instance, when a home is being built, we have building inspectors that, that inspect that throughout the process. And they do the best they can, of course, to make sure that it complies with building codes, international building codes, um, but also require things like some berming and some sloping away from the home and ways to control uh, stormwater uh, so there's not flooding issues on the property. And, but once they, once they issue a certificate of occupancy and let someone move in, that homeowner uh, move into their house, we have very limited ability after that um, to require the builder to do anything on the property. And what often happens is uh, landscape companies will come in or the homeowners will come in and, and change their landscaping. And uh, without any malintent, uh, it, it sometimes produces flooding on neighbors. And that's an issue that we've, uh, we try to be sensitive to and help people uh, but really it comes down to a, a civil issue between neighbors and we can offer some advice, but we really just can't get involved in most of those situations. So flooding is one uh, that we try to, you know, we try to guide and, and help, but um, uh, it's mainly a civil issue. And in addition to that, um, fencing becomes an issue as well. Um, we get a lot of calls about my neighbor's fencing on my property and you know what can we done, be done about it and we encourage anyone who is putting up a fence to get their property surveyed 
Uh, it is an extra expense, and we realize that, but the city does not, there's not a, a service that the city provides. So, you know, we do encourage that because once, you know, there are pins in the ground, but once you've established the perimeters of your property through uh, surveying, then it sure limits the possibility that you'll be, you know, putting a fence on someone else's property or a neighbor's property or, you know, we just, we need to be careful about that. Another thing are animal control issues. Uh, we have some issues that we are able to deal with, such as uh, noise and smells and things like this. We are a community that allows chickens and, you know, some fowl in residential areas. And once these become a problem with smells and noise and those kind of things, you may be asked to, you know, get rid of the problem, get rid of the, the animals because it is bothering someone else. And so I think, you know, as citizens, we need to be mindful that, you know, even though we love the chickens, our neighbors might not like that rooster we have or, you know, something like that. But as far as animal bites and things, you know, that have to do with, with property or person, we need you to contact the sheriff for any kind of, you know, even dogs barking at night. We're not here in the nighttime. Please contact the sheriff for those types of things. I mean, it's common sense, you know, what you need to call the sheriff for, but we work closely with them and we, we help them and they help us and we have a good relationship with with, you know, the sheriff's office. So just, um, you know, be aware that there are some things we're not going to be able to help with, but we'll help you, you know, figure it out. We'll, we'll give you some pointers about what can be done. Well, and code enforcement really, I think it boils down to, to being quite simple. We don't want to tell you what to do with your property, and nobody likes to be told what, to, what they can do or can't do. Um, and so do what you want with your property until it impacts negatively those around you. And that's where we have to get involved and, uh, and, and try to step in and tell you what you can and can't do. And uh, hopefully most people understand that if they're producing negative impacts, whether it's noise or smells or junk or aesthetic impacts, that um, people have issue with that that live around you and, and just hopefully uh, understand that and, and clean it up. That's a great point, Steve. Uh, you know, in this effort to make Eagle Mountain better and, and uh, make it the best place to live that we possibly can, uh, it's not really about being critical of one another. It's uh, just about, you know, being better neighbors and, and uh, talking about things, just talking through it and being as conscientious as we possibly can. And, and that's okay. This is, uh, you know, so that's one of the things from my perspective that I would want to encourage is if someone has a question or a concern, uh, call, you know, contact uh, our neighborhood improvement and uh, start the conversation. If it's something that needs uh, immediate, uh, immediate attention or is a health or safety concern, uh, then yeah, definitely uh, contact the sheriff's department. But uh, you just can't go wrong on uh, in contacting our community improvement because um, then you know if I if I call I can get advice on on the best way to to move forward and possibly even some assistance in, in doing so so uh, and if uh, if we happen to be contacted if I get uh, uh, you know if, if the neighborhood improvement officer uh, or coordinator knocks on my door. Uh, I don't want to be offended. It's just part of the course of life because it's probably something I was totally unaware of. 
So uh, that's you know that's being brought to my attention and and just ways that we can can make everything better. So well, thank you for that that input. Let's uh, let's go now to Linda Peterson and talk about our uh, fall and spring uh, cleanup uh, programs. Uh, Linda, so uh, you know, usually on these podcasts you're part of the uh, technical staff, but. Uh, but today you're you're on the program, so uh, welcome. Thank you, Mayor. Um, yes, Eagle Mountain City has so many wonderful wide open spaces, and in years past we had a lot more frequent issues with dumping of waste throughout the city. And um, the city has added two free cleanup dumpster periods per year in the spring and in the fall for residents to come and dispose of yard waste and general household waste. Um, this is coming up this week, actually, September 26th through the 30th. We will have dumpsters out near Cory Ride Memorial Park. They are located off of Mid Valley Road, just west of the park, and they will start on the 26th. They will be available from 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m., and then for the remainder of that time, the 27th through the 30th, they'll be available from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So we hope that those are flexible hours where people can get by before and after work and uh, plan to bring down that general waste and, and yard waste. Uh, no hazardous materials, please. And we do have a list of accepted and not accepted items on our website at emcity.org slash dumpster. So we really encourage people to take a look at those lists because we don't like to turn people away from the dumpsters. But if uh, they do come with items that are oversized or not accepted at the dumpsters, we do offer two free dump passes per household per year to residents, and they can be picked up at City Hall at the reception desk during business hours so that uh, inevitably people will have things that can't go in the dumpsters, but we want to provide that additional opportunity. Great. So uh, if I have uh, things I want to throw away, so I fill my truck up and bring it over to the dumpsters, what can I expect? Um, we will have a large number of dumpsters, and we hope that that will provide adequate space for, for what everyone brings. But um, if we will have dump passes on hand if by chance the dumpsters are full and there won't be space for what you have in your truck, we certainly don't want to turn people away if, if we can accommodate them somehow. Okay, so there will be volunteers there at the dumpsters to assist and direct, right? Yes, yes, okay. during those hours there will be. Okay, and we want uh, all materials to go preferably in the dumpsters. Yes, we have done much better in recent years. Um, kudos to Eagle Mountain residents for being more aware of not dumping things outside of the dumpsters or things that are inappropriate. People have really done a good job with improving that, and we appreciate that very much. Great. Well, uh, this is a great uh, way that all of us can work together to make Eagle Mountain better, keeping it cleaner, uh, keeping it a better place to live. And so I want to thank uh, all those attending for the podcast today. So, Jeannie, can we go back to you for contact information one more time? You bet. You can contact us via the city at the main number, 801-789-6601. The direct line to neighborhood improvement is 801-789-6690. You can reach us on our website at eaglemountaincity.com 
under the Neighborhood Improvement tab, or you can email us directly at neighborhoodimprovement at emcity.org. Thank you, Jeannie. All right, Linda, what else do we need to include in this podcast? Uh, So Eagle Mountain is a very service-oriented community, and we get requests frequently for people who are looking for community service projects, whether that be scout groups, other organizations. And it would be ideal if we had a, a list at the ready all the time to say, yes, please go take care of this project. But that's not always possible. So we ask residents, if you are interested in doing a community service project, please look around and see if you can come up with an area that you feel needs improvement where you can get a group together and present that proposal to the city. And I help with those requests. So if anybody wants to reach out, my email is lpeterson with an O-N at emcity.org. And I'm happy to help you uh, coordinate that with the appropriate departments. But we really love it when residents see a need, get a group together, and approach a problem um, that way. Uh, we also have a spring community cleanup event that we hold every April, and we get a fantastic turnout for that. Uh, literally over 400 volunteers every year, where the city does organize projects and assigns groups to accomplish those, um, along with providing the spring cleanup dumpsters. So we just love that the community is always looking to serve and hope to be able to provide more of those opportunities. Great. Thank you, Linda. Well, thank you to our guests for uh, attending this uh, podcast uh, of uh, Talking Up Eagle Mountain. Thank you for our listeners. Please let us know uh, if there's a subject matter that you would like to hear in a podcast and uh or if there is uh, you know if you have any suggestions or questions for our neighborhood improvement uh officers so again thank you for listening this is talking up eagle mountain